Welcome. You're listening to the Peace and Passion Podcast, the place for conscious couples and individuals who want to explore aspects of their relationships as a self-growth evolution. I'm your host, Iman Iskander, and I'm a couples therapist and counseling coach on a mission to shore up your relational life with useful information and tips, as well as inspiration and ideas from the great minds of our guests. So you can skillfully and confidently and mindfully navigate the relationship with yourself and with others and with all of life and its challenges. On with the show. Welcome back to this episode. It's all about negativity in relationships. It's such an important topic because often people don't know that the negativity has set in. And it's not always something that's controllable because it's something that's hardwired in our brain system. We'll talk about that today. And I'm really excited to share this with you because I think once you realize it, that already empowers you to be able to do something about it. You know, we all want a thriving relationship. I haven't met anybody who doesn't want that yet. So we agree on that one. But one thing that happens, and this happened to Effie when she walked into my practice. Who is Effie, I hear you asking? Effie is everybody and nobody. She's a composite, a made-up person of all the people that I know and meet that I use in my teaching programs. So Effie walked in and she was talking about how bad things were in her relationship, even her wedding day and honeymoon. She once raved about it to her husband, but right now she was seeing it all in a negative light. And that was really confusing to him. He sat there and listened and said, but you told me it was great. He said, we've got photos to show how much fun we were having. You see, Effie had rewritten her whole history, even the wedding and the honeymoon, to say how bad the marriage was. She wasn't doing it intentionally. It's something that happens over time when your brain starts to compute or interpret the whole relationship as being in a negative pattern. And there was a lot of stress in the relationship. The role of stress for Effie, her marriage was plagued by stress, all unresolved problems and emotional alienation. It's sometimes difficult to return to a normal, healthy state of pleasant feelings when this negativity has set in. We all start our relational lives happy. When you first meet the love of your life, you think, oh, well, this will never end. And the relationships for most of us kick off with really pleasant emotions and sentiments towards the person that we chose to be our partner, our lover, our husband or wife, our spouse. And you start with the blissful feelings that this is the one, the right one, the one I choose to be with forever, the one that's going to make the love last. And then over time, just with normal living, people fight. There's stress in life. Sometimes there's children. They add a different dimension of complexity to life. Or sometimes if you're not even married and you don't even have children, they might just do things that really disappoint you and you become disillusioned. And all these things get packaged up over time. 
negative feelings start to emerge towards the person that was once our beautiful lover, the person that we thought the love would never end with. And so, and that's normal that we have some negative feelings. It's not like you can't have any negative feelings. And you can even have mixed emotions. Look, we all have terrible days. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when the negative attitudes, the ones that creep on us slowly, they when they set in, you become trapped in a funk or, or you become programmed to perceive the glass as half empty around the marriage and your partner. Or the terrible days aren't so much the problem, but it's the streak of poor days or even the traumatic experiences inside the relationship that really prolong those uncomfortable emotions towards your partner. And before you know it, negative sentiment has taken over and it's written, rewritten your whole past story. This is a well-known phenomena and the Gottman method of couples therapy it uses this phenomenon to understand what's happening between people. It's called negative sentiment override. And the antidote, if you want to fix things, if you don't want to get stuck in this negative sentiment override that happens in the brain, there's a bit of healing and repair work to be done. And that's the antidote to the brain override. If you don't do the healing and repair work on your relationship, you might find that the bad experiences just end up shaping your views and your feelings about your partner and your whole relationship. And you don't want that. Bad events and memories, they can get plastered in parts of the brain that define how you see your relationship. Now, look, it's more complex than what I'm explaining right here. It's not about plastering. It is about hardwiring and neuroplasticity. But that's for another episode. But just for today, this negative sentiment override, it takes over. And years later, when this override thing is really firmly set in, you find yourself caught in a poisonous relationship. Where did your love go? You may even start to feel trapped or imprisoned and you might even wonder whether your relationship will ever be good again. Our inclination is to react more strongly to unpleasant things, unpleasant events and even unpleasant emotions than the good ones. That's our inclinations as humans. It's a brain thing. It skews our ideas and sentiments. And that's because it was really designed to keep our ancestors safe. It's something that's in the brain that keeps us safe. We become more aware of the bad and hurtful things. And that means we can be on alert to protect ourselves. And that's in all of us. It's in our brain. This is how the negativity effect works, though. When you hear praise uh, and criticism from your partner, you focus on the criticism, but you don't even notice the praise. And that type of thing will warp your viewpoint and how you behave in the relationship, your conduct in the relationship. So, for example, a little disagreement that might spiral out of control and then you're caught in behaviours that are mean and nasty and even further enrage your spouse. And in your brain, the negative effect, well, that intensifies your partner's flaws, whether they're real or imagined. You knew he or she was always like that. They've just got that angry streak or they're not kind or they're mean. And it begins with their ingratitude. Usually your lover or partner or spouse is selfish and 
oblivious to your virtues, to all you've done for them. They're not aware. See how bad they are? And you ponder one of life's most vexing questions. Why don't they like me? Why don't they love me? You perceive the bad side of things or each other, despite all the evidence of the contrary. No relationship is all bad. There is good happening. It's just that you stop seeing it. And this negativity, it occurs in relationships when your negative attitudes override all the favourable sentiments towards each other. It's kind of hard to shift. You want to know why? Because this negativity in relationships becomes an automated default pattern because you're using the level of awareness that created the negativity to try and shift out of it. And that's hard. You've got to somehow rise above that and find a new level of awareness where you can see you in a different way and see how you behave. It means somehow you need to question your own personal overconfidence about what is true and what is real and what is seen as negative. There's lots of indicators for negative sentiment override, and I have a checklist for you if you want to get some tools in knowing whether that's set in for you or not. Download the the PDF that's attached to the notes for this episode down below. So it'll be things like when you have a grudge towards your spouse, when you disregard positive or neutral words, they become negative in the moment, when you hunt for slaves and you're prepared to defend yourself, and when you quickly get inundated by your partner. There's plenty of things that you can do about it. And you can start by assessing where you are. Because your relationship with you matters. Assess where you are and how you're behaving. Look at your marriage in a different way and notice how you're behaving. So the awareness is pretty important. The second thing you can do is cultivate the good intentionally. That means you need to get a fresh vision of your partner. That means you commit to strengthening your marriage and guard it from those negative influences by just focusing on the good stuff that happens and being kind. And step number three is if these things don't work for you, then you need to get help. I know that there's an average of about six years before people go in and get help from a couples therapist. I don't want you to be one of those people. Six years is way too long. And that means all the patterns have been hardwired. And quite frankly, the work becomes much more difficult when the patterns have set in. So if you notice that that negativity is starting to creep into your relationship and it's ruining your love, get help. Get the relationship skills that you need to be better, kinder, more loving towards each other and to keep the spark between you. So if you want more information, I have the downloadable for you, which talks about all the, I guess, the factors that describe the qualities may be experienced in negative sentiment override. Plus, I expand a lot further on the three steps that you need to take part in in order to beat this thing called negativity. We don't want negativity in your relationship. I don't want it for you, and I know you don't want it for you. So if that's of interest, download the PDF. Talk soon. Take good care now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Peace and Passion podcast. If you'd like to stay in contact, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you like something here or if something resonated with you, I'd love your encouragement to keep this going. You can do that with a review. 
a like or a share or just by telling someone that you think will benefit from hearing this podcast. Take good care now.